Welcome to Imperial Interlude. Uh, I forgot the number. I think this is to episode 26. We are talking about uh, the Book of Boa Fett, season one, episode four. Spoiler alert, we're not holding back. If you haven't seen the episode yet, stop this podcast immediately or be prepared to be spoiled. Mm. With me, as always, is Ralph. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Tim. So, um, episode four of the first season of the Book of Boba Fett. It's mm -hmm. a bit longer. It's 49-ish minutes. Yeah. And yeah, the beginning is, let's say, uh, par for the course, as it is in the other episodes. Boba in his Bacta tank having a dream. Mm -hmm. And basically, it starts with how I met your mother. Uh, how I <laughs> met Fennec. Yes, how I met your mother is probably right, isn't it? How I met your soon-to-be bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, how I made you a half-cyborg and then you chose to chug along Stay. on my ride. <laughs> Indeed. Which, which, well, at least it answered the question, didn't it, on how she got the, um, the stomach. And yeah. I must admit, I didn't see it. You know how there's lots of things I think in in the episodes leading up to episode four has been foreshadowed. There's been some some clues of things going on, yeah, mm -hmm. um, which you see in a lot of Star Wars stuff and they do it with Marvel as well in their TV series that there's things seeds planted that we know will come to fruition later on. But I didn't even think about Fennec's stomach. The, the... Uh, so wasn't speak. that shown in an episode of the Mandalorian? I... Nope. She um, well, she ripped she ripped it open to show the stomach, but I didn't. I didn't once. Once we saw the kids, the kids on bikes. Mm -hmm. I didn't put two and two together. Uh, oh, that that's uh, that's where you're going. Yeah. Okay. There, yeah. I, I can see that. Mm -hmm. You know where where we didn't we didn't sort of. Well, we didn't put two and two together. Yeah, so we because... knew she she had to get some augmentation for her mm -hmm. uh, lethal wounds, and we knew that the kids are having weird hobbies. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, just didn't put two and two together at all. Yeah, so so this episode starts with Boba Fett uh, after the his dream sequence, just wandering around the uh, desert, looking mm -hmm. uh, for his ship in Jabba's palace. And always seeing too many guards and then going back into the desert, at mm -hmm. which point he sees some weir weird flashing lights in the middle of the yeah, night. Indeed. Uh, I think those are from the episode where uh um... Yeah, it's it's the it's the gunslinger episode from season one of of the the Mando, which is the um the basically the episode where we meet Fennec for the first time. Yeah, where, where they drive down the valley and she's trying to kill them and they throw very weird-looking flares. Yes, they fire flares into the sky, don't they, to to um to stop her from shooting at them, pretty yeah. much. And then and then we get the the Mandalorian episode and we what, basically get the end scene from that episode. Yeah, what what I very much liked is uh, I, I first feared that they would uh, show the uh, the scene from a different angle. Mm -hmm. But they completely uh, left that out of field and just have had uh, mm -hmm. Boba walk up to uh, terribly injured Fennec and then taking her on his banther to <laughs> some weird street dock. 
Indeed. I just thought it was quite amusing when we saw the way that he, he sort of splayed her out on the back of the banther. You know, it was like yeah. sort of the typical sort of Western style. I've got this body. I'm going to dump it on the on the thing, you know, on the yeah, back of my horse and ride away off with it. And he took her to, to some kind of street dog, I say, it would be the terminology used in uh, in Cyberpunk or Shadowrun. Uh, to, rip, to rip a dog. Yeah, and um, I know this is some kind of cameo, mm. but is I it? have to be fair, yes. <laughs> right, I didn't. Uh, Simply by the way that that guy looked, I thought to myself, okay, I this sh is probably somebody I should know or would be aware of anything. And when the end credits roll, he's getting uh, as a special appearance, and his name is Stephen Brunner, also known as Thundercat. He's a musician. Ah, right. And well, I really had to look him up, and I think the only th part of him I somehow know he, he was part of suicidal tendencies uh um because they did that last season as well you know they had a couple well that we, we know they have cameos in but the artist that did all of the, on season two of the mandalorian sorry in the first episode of season two where you've got all of that graffiti mm -hmm. they got the graffiti artist they got in is quite famous i can't remember his name i watched the gallery recently and he was mentioned and what they did was they put him under makeup and made him an alien sitting in the crowd of the um, the the Gamorrean butt fight. Yeah, but, but that's for a, a cameo. That's that's mm -hmm. something. Yeah, it wasn't you can't... a speak. Yeah, it wasn't a speaking role like this was. And it's not only a speaking role; it's front and center, and his hairstyle is obviously actually his own. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, f it felt weird because he he looked like somebody. Yeah, you. You lot know him, you youngsters out there. You know who this is. I was going to no, I have no fucking clue who this is. <laughs> yeah, no, I had no idea, not a clue. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's the whole, it's the, it's the rip a doc concept. Yeah, and and he he uh, then uh, gets uh, so Bobo pays him and says she's dying and oh you have, should have said that before and then yeah. He puts some stuff in her without Pretty. any anesthetics or anything else, which and very little blood for all things considered. Yeah, but it's Star Wars, you know. I mean, how much we don't see much blood in Star Wars, to be honest, do we? No, we don't. We see the occasional limb being uh, taken off, but that's about it. Oh, we, we will come back to a limb later on. <laughs> <laughs> And I think at that point there's also a bit of blood. Mm, yeah. Oh well, there when he turns it on, you see like this blue liquid, which I'm assuming's uh, some sort of uh, lubricant for the for the mechanics, and then a red liquid, which I'm assuming's her blood, feeding the rest of her Possibly. body from from what from what's been sort of removed, you know. But um, it it was, you know, I mean. At least they've answered that those the questions I guess that came from her turning up in that episode in season two. You know, um, the reason that we know that the character survived pretty much wasn't just I think because of the book of Boba because I don't think they had that idea yet. I think it was because it was seen as being a very popular character and yeah, didn't didn't get a lot of didn't well, get much to do, shall we say? Or, or maybe there's a clause somewhere then that mm -hmm. uh, characters that are created within a certain budget need to have 
X mm -hmm. amount of screen time to be <laughs> considered valid. De definitely so, you know, I mean. Yeah, so uh, Boba then uh, takes her out in the desert again, tells her mm -hmm. what his plans is, and then they go and uh, take a look at the uh, Jabba's palace again. Which, which I find funny that it's still called Jabba's Palace, although Bip Fortuna is quote unquote in charge. Well, I'm guessing it's just what it would be called from the um, the the what you call it, you know, from sort of legacy. You know, I guess you know it's it's the Pitakaku and it's the Sarlacc pit. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's... and may maybe. Jabba actually built the palace, so it would be his no, palace. No, he there. took over the palace. The, oh. the palace was actually a monastery for the Bromar monk. That's those spider-legged creatures. Oh, oh very uh, unfortunate. And Jabba <laughs> took it over, if I remember correctly, because the Bromar monk, of course, are humans that have had their brains basically shun, um, put shun their bodies and put themselves in a jar, pretty much, yeah. Um, you know, they, they were very, they were, uh, uh, basically the spider creature you see in Return of the Jedi and almost like a, a throwaway character. Um, just then given some more background, I guess, within the, within sort of the Star Wars canon universe. Um, but if I remember correctly and I could be wrong, so I'll probably be added in the comments, um, that Jabba didn't build the planet, he actually took it over. Yeah. And, um. Since they can't go in, they, uh, Fennec pulls out a sensor drone that then mm -hmm. goes inside the palace. And that thing had a, let's call it a weird acting pattern at, at one point. I mean, this is a tiny floating ball. It obviously can fly. It mm -hmm. comes around a corner and sees, oh no, there are people coming. If I could fly, I wouldn't fly back around the next corner. I would just hover to the ceiling and well, wait yes. for people to pass me. Yeah, very true. I mean, you know, liberties with technology, I said, but is it's not just a, yeah, just, a thingy, we, it's a, it's a we, droid, we, isn't we it? We so? might blame pathfinding mm -hmm. algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, and, then, and then, of course, if we could to the, the drone coming back. What the drone the drone reminded me of is the mall drones as well. Remember the three drones he had with him? Yeah. Just sort, just a, just of. a just a mini version of, of that almost. I, I was a bit more reminded the training drones that Luke used mm. on the Falcon uh, initially because they were about, about the some same size. And then there was uh, one of the alien movie offsprings. I can't tell which one it was, where they had a similar tech going through tunnels and mapping 3D scans. Um, yes, if I remember correctly, it was either Alien or Blade. No, it was Alien. Was, was one, it alien? one of the latest ones with without actual aliens. Uh, oh, what's ah. it called again? Ah, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. So not relevant. It's it's not a complete new technology in regards of uh, idea in in a science fiction movie. True, very true. Um, and then and then of course it comes back and it shows where all of the gods are. I thought, which I thought was quite clever. I, you know, I did, I did yeah, quite it, like it that. Life forms know. and mm -hmm. uh, special points of interest. Yeah, and I thought it was quite it was quite a clever use of tech. You know, within Star Wars, you know, it's one thing that we haven't seen. 
a lot of really is almost like new tech or new ideas or new concepts for te- yeah. for the technology. Yes, we've got the 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 moped bikes and the 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 cybernetics, but we've had cybernetics previously. You know, Luke being the obvious one and Veda, of course, being the 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 other big obvious one. Yeah, in, in, uh, in general, Star Wars Lobot is, as well. Yeah, in, in generally, Star Wars is very old school when it comes mm-hmm. to tech. Just think about uh, the binoculars they use mm-hmm. it, at any situation. They're just electrically enhanced binoculars. There's yeah. nothing fancy mm-hmm. to them. There are no overlays that show weak points, armor plating, or something like that. What we have begun to expect from things like BattleTech or something. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's what you know, but better yeah um so you know it was it was interesting to see i mean you know the 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 uh, you know it is very 19 i think the thing is with the tech a lot of the tech it's very old school as yourself but it's very say 1950s sort of that sort of thing because you know we look yeah, at say the web classic spy tech yeah and also it's it's um just the aesthetic generally of the the tech is very old school, but I think that comes from George's original sort of visions of of what he wanted. You know, all of the all of the weapons we know were made from World War Two. You know, yeah, and weapons I, I and think things like that. So, to to it, they could have gone with different tech if they were hadn't decided to stay on Tatooine. If it had been a different mm-hmm. planet, they may have change the aesthetics somewhat mm-hmm. because it would be a different biome but yeah we know Tatooine we know how it looks we yeah. know it's a backwater planet so it's obviously not going to implement the highest of tech all the time but more or less have all the hand-me-downs yeah it's 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 um it's one of those planets that well Star Wars generally it's a bit like Star Trek isn't it the fact that it's one of those things where there is a lot of baggage I'm going to say there's a lot of of the between the 40 years, even though we haven't had many films, there's a lot that was pre-set up in the old films, you know, to do with with the um with the aesthetic George wanted. Yeah, pe- people that, are expecting certain kinds of things yeah. to to recognize it, and I think uh, if if you look at how uh, to devise a bit uh, how Star Trek Next Generation was uh, conceived mm-hmm. initially it was a jump <laughs> yeah and I don't think you can do that really with Star Wars because of the fact is they've kept that aesthetic all the way through even to the to the new prequel series really yeah you know, I, I, the, I the think aesthetic has been kept people would immediately lose interest mm-hmm. very true so we get but, the yeah, before we get into the cave, there was one point where I cringed just before they started mapping out the palace. Oh, yes, when, I know what you're going when, to say. When Boba Fett asked Fennec, help me recover my ship, recover mm-hmm. my fire, fire spray. spray gunboat. Bloody hell, Disney. <laughs> would it kill well, you to call it Slave One for once? Obviously it would. It's net. I did some checking. And I triple checked, and from what I can see, slave the ship slave named Slave One has never been said anywhere in canon. When you when you say said, you mean 
within a movie or TV adaptation? Within a movie or TV adaptation. I could not find any reference to it anywhere being called Slave One. In some of the novels, yes, but those novels that where it was mentioned are now what's called legends, especially the war the 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 bounty hunter um the Mandalorian armor trilogy books that did. I think it's mentioned there, but I don't think um but then of course he also had Slave Two. But that was in some of the comics, I think. What about the computer games? Are they still canon? No. Well, I think that that's one for for. Uh, it's, it's one. With... It's one to do some checking. But I could not see from what I when I did a check and when I saw it, I went, yeah. But I think it's just it's legacy, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. We we are all still going to call it Slave One, you know. Um, yeah, and I'm because that's guessing, what we grew up with. It's just, and it's it's not only because um, I I feel the name is so iconic as the character is, but uh, just looking over my shoulder, seeing all these X-wing miniatures game miniatures, mm-hmm. it's called Slave One. Yeah, full mm-hmm. stop, and that is sanctioned by Disney. So true, but that was before and. I don't think the change was initially come initially came from Disney, Neil. I think the change came from Lego. That they weren't going to call it that anymore on the boxes. I I think we can't be certain on that point. No, I know I know that yeah. Lego was the first where mm-hmm. uh, the news broke. Yeah. Uh, and again, and also, the Revell model kits and the AMG model kits, it's all Slave 1 on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... I think in the current world, you know, the current the climate of the current wor- of the world at the moment, you know, and it's, this is going to be hard to say, but, you know, compromises are being made left, right and centre, and, you know, I've reeled against certain things happening within Star Wars that I thought was just outright yeah. stupid. Um, I think it's. Uh, I think we we need to uh, get used to yeah. things being remade to um, to fit in the current na- narrative of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this is good and bad at the same time. There isn't a absolute win on this because no. a I can see if certain terminologies are being shunned upon and people don't want to use them anymore. I totally mm-hmm. get that. But at the same time, you don't go in and rewrite classic literature. And the only difference is one is just bloody older than the other. Mm-hmm. And if, if people true, can't so. uh, see things in the context of time they were written in, then it's going to be hard. But yeah, that, that, I think that's that's something for for a different episode. So uh, I, I didn't want to get no get it, it, too it, real it, that it, way. I suppose the way to look at it is it's happened. You know, it's almost uh, you know paraphrasing Iron. There was a line in Iron Man two because they changed two actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was basically I'm he um Robert Downey Jr. says to the actor that came in Don Cheadle, you know, the is taking over a character, and the line is, you know. He replies saying, I'm here, deal with it, let's move on, you know, type of type of paraphrase, you know. Mm-hmm. It's happened, we can't do anything about it, let's just continue on as is, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
as long as these changes aren't uh, deprimental, it's 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 not breaking no. the universe itself. If actually in no movie or TV adaptation, it, it was actually called Slave One. Well, then, mm-hmm. so fucking be it. Uh, I'd be annoyed if there were scenes in the old movies where they were called Slave One, and all of a sudden they re-release it and scratch the audio yeah. and somehow shoehorn in a new name that would annoy me <laughs> yeah i'm i'm like i said i'm not 99 percent sure you know i'm not 100 percent sure but i did some check and i did some things to see where slave one was referenced and the name slave one i couldn't see being referenced in you know in empire or where we first see it because we don't see it in jedi or any of the any of the prequel or the prequel film that you know we see it at the prequels. That's what I'm saying. We see it in episode two, but our, the ship's never called Slave One. And and that's why I'm not 100% sure. I ha- would have to rewatch the whole movie, yeah. but mm-hmm. I can't be asked to do that. So that's why I'm just uh, leaving it at that. I yeah. don't like it being called a fire spray gunship because that's the class of the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. The, ha- it's... Have a gun for help me get back my ship would have been totally fine. Yeah. If you don't want to call it a name, don't call it a name. It's his ship. Full mm. stop. It's like re- it's like renaming the USS Enterprise, isn't it? Uh, a bit, <laughs> though. That one actually is called the USS yes, Enterprise. Yes, Enterprise, but also it's the Enterprise class starship. So you know, it's... yeah, and and then there's the A, B, C, and D, yeah. The oh, yeah, let's let's not draw the Google there. <laughs> anyway. Back to the, the to the to the to the to the episode, you know, from the yeah. from the 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 the, the, the butting up of something, shall we say that? Yeah. So so they you know. now have a three dimensional uh, map of mm-hmm. the surroundings where the ship is stored. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, some uh, close numbers on how many guards there are, and they conceive a plan. And Boba shoves shoes off the uh, the panther. Oh, that that's a thing. Can we swing back around to the beginning as well, where oh, we yes. got him to see the feed the panther, and it was wagging its tail as well, which I thought was <laughs> yeah, it was just... behaving a bit more like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was quite fun. Yeah, it, and, it, and... It, it seems you know they've they've done this with ran- they've done it with the rancor, and they've done it with the panther now a little bit where they've and tried and they've to make done them it with the weird weird dogs from the sand people as well. Yeah. So he he seems to have a way with animals. Yeah, it's more the fact is with the animals, you know, we we see we see them in the films and they're very much background. You know, they're very they are very much it's here something for me to kill or you know or anything like that, yeah. Yeah. And it feels like they're trying to um what's the word? Uh, create back them more of a living thing than just a two-dimensional object yeah they, that makes they, sense. Uh, it, it feels like they're trying to get rid of them as a just a set piece but a yeah a, a thing that is uh actually interacting with the world around it so mm-hmm. uh, we, we've seen in the uh in the remake from star wars the the, the uh the original one where mm-hmm. uh, Luke drives in with the speeder into uh, Mos Eisley, and then there's yeah. this Java falling off this weird long-necked 
yeah, falling off a Ronto. Yeah, so I think that's the start where mm-hmm. beasts had become more of actors than actual just big props. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, that that they're trying to what it seems like, and they've done. You know, the, yeah, they've done this with the uh, the sand people and things like that. Is make them more than just something for them to kill or something for them to you know. Yeah, it it adds a bit of depth. The world, yeah. world feels a bit more lived in mm-hmm. and more alive or yeah. true, for lack of a yeah. better term. Yeah, it's 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 fleshing out the things that George. No offense to George, that George, you know, not that he's going to take offense from me, um, didn't flesh out. If that yeah, makes or, sense, or maybe maybe he wanted and just leave left it time. out due to time and money constraints. Yeah. Because let's face it, if he had made all those changes back in the day, I think he wouldn't have got away with, with the money he had. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I mean, he probably wouldn't have um, had the the you know the resources and stuff. You know, yeah, ju- just think about the do back in and the original movie that has yeah. been st- standing next to the entry of the of the bar. There's true. of the cantina. It was more or less just a a head on a stick that has was mm-hmm. was moving, and later on, fully animated monsters ro- roam the wilds. So, mm-hmm. yeah. limitations, very much. But back to our episode. So, Boba has befriended this panther and now mm-hmm. shoes it off into the desert. Find yourself a mate. Make little panthers. I was going to say make little panthers. That was great. <laughs> And he gets licked by a very large tongue, which yeah. is again one of these scenes. And then the two enter the. They do. So uh, we notice as well that the gang that was a lot of the guards were nicked with the same sort of race, the Nicktoos, as the biker gang. Yeah. Though I couldn't make any biker gang symbols out, so I'm guessing no. those are just coincidence. Yeah, but was it then? No, it was later on, wasn't it? I think. No, it was then. It was just before they had sneaked in where they were having a conversation, which I think foreshadowed something foreshadowed something coming up in the in future episodes where Fennec said, a biker gang wiping out the Tuscans. Yeah. That, you know, that was something I think they uh, talked about on the campfire just before they went in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that might be foreshadowing. It wasn't actually the biker gang that did it, or they did it, but had help. Yeah, so, some kind pipe. of heavy backup. Yeah. So they they sneak in, you know, they they creep in, they they do the whole let's enter through a, a gutter and do a stealth entry and end up in the kitchen, basically in the kitchen. And they end up fighting some droids. And I really loved the comparison the internet drew. The the second the one droid on the chopping block was seen. <laughs> Which one? The one with all of the the, the knives. Yeah, with where the one it was, with where the six, it was like um, six arms and six chopping knives. And oh, hello there. <laughs> yes. Now, did you notice something as well that they introduced a droid that's only ever been appeared in Clone Wars. Yeah, the, the first thing I noticed was that uh, it was still one of the, the droids from Jabba, the the one that yeah. had mm-hmm. uh, led the introduction to uh, C-3PO and R2 in the mm-hmm. torture chamber. Mm-hmm. And 
after those two are being taken care of, there's a little, well, I don't know, a bunny-shaped droid it's, coming yeah, along. Yeah, it's it's called, and I had the name up here because someone uh, it's, mentioned it's it. It's the Rat Catcher. Yes, it's an LEP series Rat Catcher, as it's called there. But the droid, or the L, what's called the LEP service droid, they originally appeared in Clone Wars. Yeah, I, I the creation of Dave Filoni's. Yeah, th- those are very uh, special. <laughs> mm. Well, and it's I, more the look of them more than anything, isn't it? It's a, it's a very unique. Yeah, it, it look, looks I a think. bit like the the anime version from what you would envision a robotic sentient bunny. <laughs> yes. And the uh, chase around the kitchen was more or less a thing of. Beauty that reminded me a lot of uh, things that Jim Hansen did with Muppets. Oh, Fraggle Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which which is actually back and it's on Disney. It's on um Apple TV Plus. Oh, bloody hell! I don't have that. They've the, 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 the brought it back. Yeah, I watched the first episode just to see what it was like. Oh. You know, this is a side, but I thought Disney owned all of the Muppets, but I guess they don't. Because uh, Fraggle Rock, of course, is isn't a Muppet show. Oh, it's just a Jim Henson creation. It's I just don't a, yeah, it's just a Jim Henson creation. So you know, it's, it was it was just interesting to see that it pop back up, but it's not oh, on. To, to the go Disney. on on the short uh, diversion here, mm-hmm. did you know that Fraggle Rock had different native actors for the real time action sequences? Mm. So the the. At times when the dog Sprocket and his master mm-hmm. are shown are mm-hmm. different in every country. Yeah, they had. They had. Which I find, I I don't know why they did it, but I love it. Well, yeah, it it, it was one of the many things Jim probably you know um, took on you know to to trying you know for that local almost that localization. I think you know it's. Isn't it? It's it's um yeah because when when a muppet makes uh his mouth move mm-hmm. uh doing a voiceover isn't that complicated. You no. don't really get limbs sync issues, mm-hmm. but with a real life human, that's different. Yeah, and since they did that already for Sesame Street to mm-hmm. a degree, uh, I I feel that's just a thing they like to do, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> But, anyway, that's a side. <laughs> yes. So after having a Muppet chase around uh, around the kitchen and the droid shutting himself off with a big red button, which yes. I find hilarious, um, <laughs> they keep on trying to get to the ship, which they eventually sneak through and do. And then we get the the app the the obligatory action sequence. <laughs> yeah, the, the the mandatory. Oh no, we are almost out, and now everybody gets us, and we try yeah. to get out here, and they, well, basically they blast their way out. And... They they pretty much blast their way out, but it was nice to see this two Gamorians <laughs> that end up becoming his bodyguards in the scene as well. Yeah, and uh, I think I noticed in in the episode the Gamorians that were in in the this um in this dream sequence. Mm-hmm. They had a bit of more clothing on, and I think that was very much more to how I remember than in yeah. uh, Return of the Jedi. So maybe it wasn't the, the the figure or body type as such, but the addition of some leather 
uh, shirts or something. Uh, like a, a leather pauldron and stuff, which is yeah. how they looked in the original. And and if you look at when they were reintroduced in, uh, should we call it the Mandoverse? Because <laughs> pretty much that's what it is, isn't it? You know, all these shows are interlinked in the same part of the Star Wars universe, isn't it? You know, it's the Mandoverse. Um, if you look at them when they were introduced in episodes two, episode one, season two, they were thinner. Yeah, but a lot thinner. They were a lot thinner than they were, you know, when we see them in Book of Boba and when we saw them in Return of the Jedi and stuff. So, but, but also that that could be because those maybe are young true. versions or because they are uh, fighters and not mm -hmm. uh, guards. Yeah. Well, it was just it was just a, you know a, one observation that we sort of see with you know when they were introducing some of these or, things, or maybe things. maybe enough people have complained that those two Gamorians from the Mandoverse had looked like they were on a, some kind of diet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, your, your, your Gamorians are looking a little bit um, skinny, so you know they need to bulk up a do, bit. Do, do we need to send some blue milk? <laughs> but then, then you know, then then you know they 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 sort of um get out and then we get the settle the settling the score shall we say which yeah, he, he, he mentioned previously yeah he has something uh, to settle a score and uh, at, at first i thought he would do something different mm -hmm. but then just to fly over and blast the complete biker crew to hell was <laughs> that was a bit of a it was a thing to behold wasn't it, it was like they're flying they're flying they're flying and all you see this little black dot in the corner of the screen went there he is. And all of a sudden this is it goes not pew, go pew, well. pew, and the bikers go bang, 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 and then it, yeah. that's that. <laughs> so, yeah, so we so we got that one. The other one which I thought was interesting was a line that he said when, when him and Fennec were sitting around the thing about uh, get, getting the guy that betrayed him. Yeah. Which, you know, we can probably all assume he means... Uh, Bib Fortuna. But does that mean betrayed him as in leaving him in the Sarlacc? Or, you know, as did Bib, was Bib, there's a, there's a rumour, there's a fan rumour going around that Bib drugged Boba, that's why he ended up smacking into the side of the ship. You know, he wasn't himself when Han pitched him into the side of the sail barge. Don't know, it was just, you know, did he mean... I, I no. think that that's something we should keep uh, out of speculation because I don't yeah. know where that actually is going. Neither do I. You know, it's 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 a it's a weird one to say the least. That you know that there's there's yeah. speculation and things around um around I, that. So you know, it's and actually after the uh, hideous murder of almost innocent biker gangs, there's the. <laughs> There's one part of this episode where I actually got scared for a second. <laughs> oh, was that the jump scare? Yeah, actually, I didn't think they would go for that cheap a trick, but they did, and I wasn't expecting it. It really caught me off guard. Well, well, I, yeah, because I assumed it was dead. Yeah, so he flies to the Pitakaku uh, to get his armor back because he thinks his armor is there, which I thought was weird because... He climbed out with his armor on, but I'm guessing if he was that delirious from yeah, being stuck I, in the, he, I guess the... he he didn't really know anything at that point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So, and he sort of 
position slave one right which I thought was a lovely shot of looking up through the from the the bottom of the yeah the mouth the so, more basically doing a uh, upside down yeah. hovering uh, uh, mm -hmm. just above the pit and trying to get as close in as possible to see yeah. anything. And then, and then, of course, only to moan, oh, we don't have enough light. We can't see a thing. <laughs> so then he puts on the lights and then we get the jump scare. Yeah, there's the bloody Salak still alive, obviously, uh -huh. in some fashion. And yep. they can't kill him because the pit hole is too small and he can't exactly. get his guns. And he can't seem to break away, which I thought was weird, as it is a ship. Yeah, but, you know, I guess. but, but the ship is... Uh, uh, we have seen similar things in in different uh, sides of the universe. If the if a ship is upside down, it's just mm -hmm. using his repulsors. Those aren't made to yeah. lift, just to keep hovering. Mm -hmm. So I I I give him a pass on that. What I really didn't give them a pass on is how, on how they actually got free, which was a bit <laughs> what where Fennec pushes his buttons. Yeah, Don't and then a seismic and... charge that's yes. on the back side of the ship somehow conveniently rolls down and into the pit, well, which I found was a very... Ah. Little bit, a little bit of a plot device, but still we got to see the seismic charge, which is always good. You always get that lovely sound effect. So you Yeah, know. and that thing going off underground, just smashing the Sarlacc to smithereens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So and then they're able to to basically lift themselves up, and that's where he does the joke about "Don't touch my buttons." Yeah, and <laughs> after that, he he climbs into. I was going to say he climbs back in, which got me. Was like really? Yeah. Not, so not that's why he's... anything and. Yeah. Oh, and so, the so funny is that thing why, is that that must be why. Sorry, Tim, is that must be why he's reusing the back that tank then as well. Yeah, possibly. And also, uh, what I found really interesting was that Fennec told him, yeah, your armor will be dissolved by now. No, just the page up, the best card will survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, mm -hmm. what the hell of a material is that, and why don't you make starships from it? <laughs> the Mandalorians do. <laughs> or did. Or did, sorry, yes, they did. Um, and, then, and then, of course, we get the... Um, is it the, the thing where they're sitting around where Phoenix, Phoenix um basically asking you know uh pretty much about the um you know what what he's planning on doing yeah i think that was pretty much when they were sitting around weren't they at that point as well or is that is that when he climbs out there it cuts to no he he climbs out and they sit at the fire and he uh Tells her what 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 will be next, and she knows where to find. Uh, and and she will staying for the ride for the yeah, time she, being. Yeah, she'll stay for the ride, and then we cut to him coming out of the Bacta tank. Or then we get a load of flashbacks of him killing Babe and all of and all of that stuff. Yeah, so it so it basically catches us up to. I would say the beginning of this season. Yeah, and uh, he gets out of his tank, and the uh, healing sequence is complete. So I'm guessing yeah. that's the last of his uh, dream sequences. Yes, that's what got me was when the droid announced you are now fully healed. Uh, you know, the, the droid replies saying that he's now fully healed. Yeah, it's like yes, right. So that means he no longer needs. We we will no longer get those um, those flashback sequences because we're now all caught up to date. At, at least not 
in that uh, amount, we may have one or two still coming at times, but I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, there, there, there may be, you know, a couple, but I can't see any more flashbacks. I can't think of any more flashbacks other than even then possibly dealing with the pikes. Yeah, possibly. But even then, I think we've we've set the pikes up so we know, you know, that's coming on. And then, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to read through the thing here because that makes no sense. Uh, Shan reports the prisoners singing like, all ah, right. Yes, she, basically Fennec comes in at, at one point. Um, when he comes out, because she mentions about the other, uh, yeah, and then asks about the scars on the inside. You know, when the droid says he's fully healed, yeah, and then she says, yeah, but the scars on the inside, you know, and then then he asks about the major, the mayor's major dome, and she says he's, you know, he's singing, you know, he's talking, and that um, and that there's no sign of the mayor. Uh, Fett then gets his droid, gets summons Yama, um, for tells him that the mods are combing the streets of Moss by looking for the mayor. Um, and then Fett decides that he's going to show his face. Yeah, and he goes to the Sanctuary. very well-known uh, Etubless Mall, mm-hmm. uh, which name eludes me again. Which one? The, the Sanctuary Cantina. The Sanctuary Cantina, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, sitting in there, we have Black Chrysanthemum sitting in the coma, dr- nursing a gr- drink, uh, menacely gowl, uh, sort of menacely watching some Trandoshans. Which seem to have a, a lot of fun and luck winning games and money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, at well. some point, I think uh, something snaps. <laughs> it's, it, well, it's the old Trandoshan Wookiee dislike, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, you know? so, so he gets up, pushes them all around and just has one Trandoshan at his neck. And at that point, uh, the uh, the lady comes up again and yes. talks with a very soothing tongue, trying to convince him to yeah, well, d- don't kill my patrons. That's that's bad, bad for business. Yeah, it's um, is it um, Gossa Whip? That's it. And and she also also mentions yeah, you've got quite a tap here, and if you let him go, I will just erase your tap. <laughs> And you can see how he's seemingly thinking about doing that, but only then to rip off the Trandoshan's arm. One arm, <laughs> only one. Only so one. He pay, so, so, he, so he has to pay for half his tab. <laughs> and then, but, uh, yeah. But was what was interesting as well is she when she was talking, yeah, she was laying down a lot of background about him for people who've never read Doctor Afra. Yeah, that's what what I got. She really goes to town uh, with to explain the character what he had been d- mm-hmm. doing the last how many years that that is yeah yeah before he met Afra you know he was we know that he was in the pits he was fighting Trandoshans well the the Trandoshan Wookiee thing is a is a racial thing between the two of them anyway because um, you you sort of see Bo- that's what Bosk was doing Bosk was hunting Trandoshans and was after Chewbacca at one point. Um, but yeah, and you know, he of course he rips off the arm, and then Boba starts. Yeah, but at the time as the fight's starting, Boba walks through the door, and yeah, it's a bit like those old westerns. Yeah, it's a bit like those old westerns, isn't it? Where yeah, 
the, the marshal waits until one is dead and he can arrest the other. Yeah. So and then he then um he sort of you know he he sort of comments to her you know worth a try and then follows uh Black Crescenton out and offers him a job. So we now have Bob and Crescenton together. So yeah. the fir- the first part of the Magnificent Seven that Bob was going to set up. Yeah, and <laughs> after that they uh, invite three families over to yeah. discuss the further dealings mm-hmm. on uh, what is about to happen when the Pikes start a war on mm-hmm. Tatooine. Yep. And at first he tries to convince them to join his aid, and they just don't see any profit in it. But he then, after showing his little pet. <laughs> yes, I thought that was quite amusing. It was like they were all when, sitting when the, alone quite happily, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like... there's some rancor claws going through the uh, through the floor, and they all jump mm-hmm. and are scared shitless. <laughs> Definitely, it was just it was just. Shall we say it, the 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 way of oh that the they're all sitting on top of the rancor pit, and yeah. it's like beware, master, yes. you're standing on top of a. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh, yeah. but I don't think he was trying to. I don't think he was trying to get them to join at all. I think the deal that he was offering was the deal that he was offered uh, at the end. You know where they scouted his business. He he talked about them joining. I don't think he actually thought they would be joining, but yeah. I guess it couldn't hurt to try. And after I suppose he couldn't get them to join his cause, he uh, got them to stay neutral. So as long as they wouldn't. Uh, intervene in the upcoming yes. conflict in any way shape or form they would be fine afterwards regardless of the outcome yeah and then him and fennec are standing at the sort of the, on the balcony watching them as the crime lords or the, the families that were under bib fortuna and under him sort of head off into moss ice moss espa and then you know it basically uh fennec asks how much money they've got in the in the um in the reserve, yeah, and he says, I've got plenty of credits, just short a muscle, and then she goes, you know, um, with I, I credits know where to get buy some. <laughs> yeah, and did you hear the music cue? Oh, no, I totally missed that, and I'm <laughs> probably not going out to say, uh, being uh, very far off, if I say, uh, would suggest that there will be some Mandalorians coming up? Maybe one or two, um, but I'm... also... I'm I'm just guessing. Will he now, um, well, hire the the uh, the covenant that was on? Uh, oh, the 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 covenant that went into Hayden after Navarro. Yeah, if you because I can't see the connection yet to uh, the did? Mandalorian itself. So I'm guessing he'll hire the covenant and. They somehow make the connection for him with, yeah, we saw the armor. Well, no, no, I think what it is is we we all watched the original trailer, yeah, the the very first trailer you got for the book of Boba. There's a voiceover, isn't there, where he says, "I thought you were a bounty hunter." There's a line in it, yes. Yeah, but wasn't that the line That's, of the mayor? No, no, that was Din. That was Pedro Pascal. If you listen to it, that's Pedro Pascal saying the line. Hmm. So well, needs at, to rewatch that. Then. <laughs> at, what I'm assuming is when, when, especially with that music cue, that he's going to go off and f- he'll go and find Din Djarin because he knows Din. 
He doesn't know the other Mandalorians. He, well, he knows Bo-Katan. You know, he called that princess. So we may get we may get a Bo-Katan appearance, possibly, or we may get a Koska Reeve appearance, you know, for Sasha Banks. Um, the reason I'm thinking we may get her appearance anyway is because partly to do with she's not been seen on wrestling television for a couple of weeks, at least, well, longer than a month, and they're saying she was injured. But having an injury doesn't necessarily mean stop her from acting, which means she's probably going to be in season three of The Mando and she was off when they were filming Book of Boba. So I'm wondering if we're going to get a, you know, a, say, a Bo-Katan and a, and a Koska Reeve appearance. Because you've got to figure wherever Din Djarin goes, if he joins them, the Darksaber goes with him. And wherever the Darksaber's going, Bo-Katan's going to follow. Yeah, but he he doesn't have the, the Saber yet. Yes, he does. Book of Boba, where we are now in the timeline, is set after season two of The Mando. Oh, with it, all this time jumping gets me confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you yes, think of this, course we, you're we, right. we, yeah. we've, now, we've now caught up to basically where and surpassed. Yeah, it's I've got this yeah. completely wrong. You're right. Mm-hmm. He already has his armor. There's an, yes. uh, I, I did a mental screw up on this. Apologies. That's all right. <laughs> but we've now caught up and passed Mando season two. Yeah. So. We now know that you know he knows Mando, he knows Mando, he knows Bo-Katan, he knows Koska Reeve, he knows he knows you know there are Mandalorians out there. But I think I'm still in the opinion because this week's episode, which is really interesting coming up, is a Bryce Dallas Howard episode. It's the episode she's directing. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Episode six is the Dave Filoni episode that he's directing. I think we may get a a lesser spotted uh, what's his face Cad Bane, which would be interesting. And given the fact that they already uh, put in a lot of animated uh, cues, mm-hmm. is yes. Yeah. Well, Dave. Well, Dave Filoni introduced Ahsoka. He wrote that was his creation. I think Cad Bane was one of his creations as well, um, along with Bo-Katan. But Bo-Katan was brought into Mando in episode three, which was Bryce Dallas Howard's episode. So we may get some we may get some introductions in episode five. I think episode six we're going we may get a couple of more, and I've got a suspicion we may get an old bounty hunter or two turning up as well. We may get a Dengar. We may get a a Bosk. Oh, I would I, having Bosk would be very problematic. I feel. <laughs> yeah, Bosk would be a Bosk would be an issue, but Bosk could be working for the Pikes. Oh, that would be so lovely. <laughs> well, so, let's, you know, you know, you let's know, not I get think, our I'm, dreams dreams up. Let's not get our hard. dreams too much. But you know, there's there's definitely they, you know, people complained about these first four episodes of well, the first three episodes, yeah. I think episode four is now where we can see where the story, you know. Yeah, if, if you we've, were, we've if now you were to draw with... a, a curve, I think yes. the, the first two episodes are a slight increase. Three has a has a drop, let's be honest. It wasn't has that has a bit of a drop and then but it and curves up a bit. Yeah, now we are on, on back slope again, and I think five and six are going to be the pinnacle. More well or less. five, six they've Four. said five, six and seven. Are going yeah. to be the ones, you know, the big ones. That, and that I, will be the the uh, major story arc plot mm-hmm. point. 
and I, do, I do think that we may get a reference or we may get an appearance. The rumblings in that we might get an appearance from Crimson Dawn. Because it's actually Crimson Dawn who's behind the Pike Syndicate and it's not the Pikes themselves. Which means we may get a Kira. Well, that, that I see that as a potential uh, cliffhanger as yeah. the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe the end of episode, of episode eight. Some, some, uh, episode some door seven, opening sorry. and someone stepping in saying, it was me all along. Yeah, but does that mean, well, we haven't heard if we're not getting a, a, if this is just a one and done. Have we? Supposedly it was going to be a one and done. You know, one season, that's it. Book of Boba, done. But I think with the popularity of, of of the Mando and all of that stuff, they may do a multi- multiple episodes. And we know, we know that there's there's talk around Tamara Morrison being in Kenobi, playing Commander Cody, possibly. Yeah, um, I, I, I think... Um, and there's rumblings he's going to be in Ahsoka playing Rex. I, I don't think that they... Uh, so so I th- this is how I think it will end. Either we will have a grand finale without mm-hmm. any cliffhangers and yeah. that will show us Boba is a one-off and done. Mm-hmm. Or we will get some interesting cliffhanger and uh, Disney will reserve the right to change their minds. Yeah, like they normally do with Rangers of the... Sh- Rangers of... Republic. Rangers of the New Republic and things, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, I think this episode on the whole, you know, even with, you know, it was it was a good it was a good solid. He has how he met Fennec, so we've we've answered those questions. This is where he's going to go at setting up episodes five, six, and seven. So it's all been I think all these three up these four episodes now have all been to set up the far, the basically yeah. the last three episodes. And, you know. and I think uh, just from a uh, enjoyment level, mm-hmm. this this one was higher on the list than mm-hmm. the uh, third episode. I think at the end we will see that the third episode is potentially the weakest of them all, just because they try to or need to uh, string everything in, together. Yeah. It it was a weak episode, you know. We you know I'll say this. Yes, it you know it was a weak episode. You know, I mean they've all been good episodes, but yeah, three was definitely the weakest. And I yeah. think what let it, three down. It wasn't down... a bad episode. It, no. it it could have been a bit better if they would have a either uh, left Sped out the that weird chase scene or would have made it a, a quick chase scene. Yeah, either way, it, the episode would faster. have been better. <laughs> faster yeah, def- or just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the problem I think with that episode was was the 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 speed the speed of that chase. Granted, granted, you know, there's nothing wrong with the aesthetic. I've got no problems with the aesthetic. I know people were going online about it being Power Rangers. It's like, yeah, George done this. You know, George has done this in the you know, in the past. You know, with 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 his aesthetic. So you know, it's like, you're not you're not changing anything there. And, and as I've said on different occasions before, I think mm-hmm. uh, these are very young people on a desert planet, and if yes. they are rebelling against the establishment, against their parents, there isn't very much you can do on a desert planet but then to uh, get some paint. 
Very true. Well, I was going to say, if you're going to rebel on a desert, you know, if people got any, any complaining about the bikes, just watch the Phineas and Ferb episodes, you know, from that was set on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, the, for Disney, Disney, a Disney character called Phineas and Ferb, you know, they they are, you know, they, they are makers pretty much. And they, they redo their bloody, um, Land speeder when they meet Luke, you know, they have these pimped out engines in it and stuff, which are just very silly, but you know, it's a kid's cartoon. But you know, I mean, if you're going to complain about anything, why are you, you know, there you go, something else to complain about, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, and let's be fair, it's not everybody can love everything that's technically impossible. True. So, um, yeah, let's, I, I know I've been on the record for not liking stuff and bashing around things so uh yeah i'm i'm no, no better than most of other people Very true. but then again just just to have a a prop make uh ruin your your enjoyment of an episode is a bit short-sighted i feel but then again if you're not into that uh, that yeah. wave first and foremost you may have just haven't got any interest in it at all very true, you know. It's 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 you know it's it's it happens, I guess. You know, there there you can't please all the people all the time. So, if you try, you'll end up with a very sore buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Well, but you know, I think like... we, we've said everything about this forty-nine minutes uh, of book of Boba Fett, and I think next week will be potentially much more interesting and exciting. Yes, and, I think, uh, uh, like I said, you know, we we the the voice of the, the the voice that we hear in the trailer is Din Djarin's trailer voice. So you know, yeah, I'm, I'll I'll need to look that up just when we f finish recording mm -hmm. to uh, see if I can hear that again because usually I hear such things mm -hmm. quite easily, but it's definitely not the mayor. That somehow must have gone by or I just didn't really care because I was more or less trying not to spoil myself the fun of the <laughs> episode true but yeah. yeah it was it's 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 um yeah def definitely not the mayor well with that said I thank you Ralph for your input no I thank everybody on the internet who is listening or watching this episode and we will be back again next week mm -hmm. with hopefully a bit more excitement until Indeed. then Remain indoors, stay safe, stay sane, keep hydrated and all the good things. Hit like, subscribe, and I don't know what else there is. Uh, see you a lot next week. Bye.